Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Been some carnage this afternoon, Sunday night. We're licking our wounds after a pretty busy Super Coach week here. Uh, didn't own Cam Smith, but geez, if you've jumped on the thirty thousand year old goat, it's a bit of a, a tough pill to swallow. Out for a couple of weeks with a shoulder injury, tough way to finish the round. But outside of that, it's been an okay one. JT here for the Sunday wrap, and I've got a guest this time. I finally brought on some hired help. Uh, fresh off a pretty handy little uh, round around Ashgrove Golf Course, mate. Uh, Shocky, Will, how are you, mate? Good, mate. Always a pleasure, JT. Thanks for the the rev up there. Yeah, was not not bad, Ashgrove to Savo. Mate, flying. You've handed in two scorecards below about oh eighty three or so. So your handicap is going to be through the floor. It's uh, not ideal if you're hoping to win, uh, sneak in some competitions like myself. But um, no, hitting them very well. Great little Sunday, Arvo. Unfortunately, we missed a couple of the games, but uh, you're far too busy lining up those putts. Hey, that all that practice has been paying off. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> stop this. <laughs> <laughs> no, good mate. How'd you go, Super Coach wise? Yeah, no, pretty good. So, yeah, caught most of the games this weekend. Obviously, yeah, today we didn't. Looking like I've hit 12.60. So, I think I've won a couple of leagues with that. I don't think it's too good, though, looking at some of the better leagues I'm in. What about you? Yeah, roughly the same, 1271. Uh, and we should probably add, we're doing this before about four or five games have updated. So I'm just having a look around and uh, I think from pretty much the Roosters game yesterday afternoon, uh, nothing has been updated yet. So still waiting on things to come through, some unicorns hopefully for our captain, Teddy. But uh, 1271 I'm sitting on, which has me seven out of 10 leagues um, currently winning. Uh, I'm sorry, my head-to-heads uh, this week. So it looks like if you've scored around where you and I have, you've done okay. I think beyond that, 1,300 wasn't out of the realms of possibility. If you've avoided some carnage, did you have any uh, horrible scores? I've had Lomax 22, Josh had a car no, 16. Jesus, not a great finish, the Fox. Anything for you? Uh, no, not really. Everyone was like pretty solid, actually. Like Had the old Maddo... Mato trade out, uh, I think yesterday last night. So ended up you traded him in. Lane. Yeah, <laughs> I have trades to burn, man. Like I looked at the trades and I think I had the full complement. What like sixteen left or whatever. So I just thought yep. I'd just try to get some points. So, eh? but don't think that really worked out. <laughs> sixteen, I think after this week. So yeah, I think eighteen was the max you could trade before this yeah. week. Uh, my maths could be wrong, but uh, Sean Lane, very interesting play there. Um, for the guys that listened in, how are you going rankings wise compared to when you were here a month and a bit ago? 
Um, I think I'm pretty much around the same, just still battling down the batting down the end. I think what I think I'm on twelve K season rank, twelve point seven. So I think that's probably slightly better than when I was last on the pod, which is pretty sad. But <laughs> Ah, mate. For guests we've had recently on the pod, your Wenins, Lakey, uh Wilf, like those sort of guys. I think you're flying yeah, ahead of those. <laughs> so anyway, we'll we'll have you on here. Yeah, I think with the, I was sitting about eighteen hundredth um before this round, so hopefully with a few nice updates, it could hold my spot. But, uh, yeah, might see a red arrow with that 1270, unfortunately. Uh, let's get into the usual round, the ground. So we'll go through the rocker flopper and shocker of the week. Uh, what may be caught in your eye, I won't do a full segment because you and I have an absolute <laughs> non-supercoach related, <laughs> but uh, one of the funniest things I've ever seen or just in the last year anyway uh, to it's go through it. <laughs> it certainly was. <laughs> uh, injuries, injuries, suspensions, and then, of course, we'll go around the grounds. See, in the round 12 that was, the good, the bad, and the ugly coming out of the round 12 games. But let's start with the rocker of the week, and I think fair to say a lot of people have this guy in. Um, if you captained him, you're absolutely flying, but uh, even if you've just held him or you've owned him for quite some time this year, he's been flying. Uh, Nathan Cleary, Mr. TikTok himself, Mr. The Hitman, whatever he wanted to call himself last week, 140 <laughs> points. Uh, yeah, he's definitely tooting his own horn, but uh, definitely going strongly in the super coach caper. Um Teddy's been falling down a bit while while Cleary's going up. Is he the guy we turn mm. to for captaincy going forward? What do you reckon? I mean, look how good the Panthers are going, and he gets you know one or two touches every set. I mean, I think so, right? If they've got a yeah. favourable draw playing sort of like at home, I think he's a definite captain option. Like the Roosters just seem to be kind of a bit in a flat spot. It's probably due to injuries, but who knows? I think so. I think Cleary's a captain option. It's just such a shame. Teddy's last couple of weeks, Warriors and then the Titans, and he's just, you know, 70-odd. Mm. You can't, you know, thumb your nose too yeah. much at that there this week anyway. But when you've seen Nathan Cleary doubling that and um, going to town as he did, it was a fantastic week for him. Um, so without a doubt, 140, and I, I think that's, that's post-updates. Oh, no, it won't be because it was last night's game. So he could still have room to grow there. So fantastic work from him. Uh, a couple of others, honourable mentions. Tel Malolo, 114, couldn't get the job done, but strolled through for a, a much-needed try for both him and yeah, the boy. boys there. Yeah, it was a, a great sight to see. He's finally just being used, not as a battering ram, but, um, yeah, very handy little score for him there. And Cody Walker, 113 points. So uh, Thursday night's game, definitely a pod option at this stage of the year, but um, stood up when Reynolds went off. So fantastic to see for any owners of him there. I think Rob Sutherland in our chat is a uh, big fan. So he was, he was yeah, definitely Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yeah, he would have been. And uh, his try was awesome. And right when South needed it, really stepped up. Good on Cody. Yeah, we'll get to it, but it was a weird game. Like, uh, they you know, stormed home in the end, but uh, yeah, interesting times. Flopper of the week. Um, I own mm. this guy. Um, I just, yeah, he, it's been burning since Thursday, but Zach Lomax, 22. He's uh, fallen from grace in a, in a fairly big way here. Unfortunately, the run had to end at some point. He's been scoring tries left, right, and center. Um, but couldn't get much going in this game. I think he lost nearly 20 points in negative stats. But um, I don't yeah. think you were – it wasn't a bad play to play him this week. I don't think anyone would begrudge anyone for putting him in their 17. People were talking about bringing him in. Uh, I sh- are you an owner? Are you a Zach Lomax owner? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep him. Mm-hmm. 
I think he's yeah. going oh, off for sure. No, that's it. He's he's had such a good year. He's gotten up to six hundred and forty thousand. Like that's how far uh, advanced he's become in this game. Yeah, six hundred forty k. He's made three hundred and sixteen k. He had a break even of forty two before this week. So unfortunately, didn't quite make it there. Just wasn't his night. Couple of lost balls. Um, yeah, just things not going his way. Um, so yeah, we knew that we, the, the down week was coming as a center wing. It had to happen eventually. It's happened this week. Interested to see how people react to that on Tuesday. But uh, we'll uh, we'll see. There might be a few rage trades there, but I'd definitely be holding on. The other flopper I've got there, Hamizo Tabuai Fido. Um, 11 points, only the 11. So would have stung you a bit if you had, say, Ryan Madison in your side and you couldn't trade him out uh, or had to play an AE. I dare say Hamizo would have been the AE for a lot of people this week if they had to. So, yeah, it's just there's not been a lot of fruitful cheapies at the last couple of weeks. Like we think of um, Hamizo there, Xavier Coates, uh, Tavita Funa, who's not even mm. playing now. A couple of weeks ago, these guys were, you know, all the rage, but unfortunately just haven't kicked on. So it's getting to that point where you just need to nuff, guys. Have you got any genuine nuffs in your side? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I've got – well, I have Gabby from the start. I actually kind of like got a bit of a tip-off, I think, one of the chats I read. can't remember exactly who, but thought he might get a run this year. But obviously with COVID and all of that, everyone's been pretty fit at South. He's one of the South center wingers. Um, yeah, no, I think I'm going to start nothing soon. Yeah, well, there's not that long to go. Gabby. Yeah, not that long to go. We've almost got to start just downgrading these guys and avoiding the AE nightmares. So, uh, yeah, Hamiza, unfortunately, looks to be turning into one of those. So, uh, look to jump off that ship as as soon as she could. Shocker of the week, the guy that just, or the guys that have just gone ballistic out of nowhere here. (laughs) Mate, how do you feel about this? I sent it to you. Do you want to give, I believe it. Do you want to give the, the shocker of the week, Will Shock? Who was it? Big Darius. What a man. <laughs> I feel uh, I feel truly vindicated because I said to Lakey on this pod during the week that Darius is going to be the one that turns the corner for the Broncos. Didn't quite get you across the line, but a hundred and what is it, hundred and eleven points from a two hundred odd K center wing, a young up and comer Darius. Um, out of nowhere, he, it was one of those weird games where he's kept a few try assists that probably should have gone to his 5'8 in, in Milford. But hilariously, Wilfred still owns Milford and is blowing up Deluxe at, at Darius, keep, <laughs> keeping a couple of those. So, pure hilarity. Uh, and the fact that Darius came out after the game was talking about how he's embarrassed having to defend the side. Like, mate, you are front and centre for every criticism thrown their way, right? How did you feel as a Broncos nuffy? Hearing Darius Boyd basically trash the side around him. No, oh, I've just sort of desensitized myself at the moment from the old Bronx. <laughs> Actually, one of the caught every game this weekend, but deliberately made the decision to after we were at the pub watching the Tigers game to uh, go have dinner with the Trilby Misso and miss the first half just to you know have a happy dinner. <laughs> oh, were you checking the score under the table? Well, I went back and caught the second half, man. Oh God, I didn't actually <laughs> see been... Darius's quote. So, Gar- what did Darius say? You said he's been copping heat or something. Yeah, well, he's been. He's sick of having to come out and defend the side from criticism every week. Uh, he just wants them oh, to aim God. up and not playing. They're just there to play first grade. So back in his day, you know, thirty odd years ago, he wouldn't have stood for that. So Darius, I don't know whether it's just yeah, it's getting out before the coach can, can flick him on. But <laughs> you, um, 
Anthony Seabell came out after the game and said Darius played a fantastic game and that's he's won his spot for the rest of the year. So I don't know. I kind of oh, liked what he well did. Deserved. From, from, well deserved. Well yeah. deserved. Whether he's a super, co- op- super coach option, I reckon, if there's a few people trying to throw some darts, you can't go much uh, Yeah, more interesting no. than Darius Boyd in your centre wing or fullback. So I'd love to see a few Dariuses in the super coach realms over the coming weeks. And the other shocker I've got here, Uppy Coruscant, 82 points. And, yeah, basically thought he was gone for about three to four weeks after he did his elbow a couple of couple of rounds ago. If you've held on to him, uh, you've done okay here because he strolled over mm. for a try on his way to 82, played about 70 minutes, got a spell at the end. But I think he was some, I had a look at this. He had something like 30,000 people trade him out um, over the last couple of rounds. So as soon as he went down with that elbow injury, it looked like it would see him out for a lot longer than it has. Everyone just started flicking him to Cam Smith and the Damian Cooks. So he went from 64.1K ownership to 36.2K in the space of a week. That was last week. So I think he's had a lot more trade him out this week as well. So if you've held on, if you've had to move other players around, just keep him on the pine there. Now, not only have you you been rewarded with an 82 courtesy of a try, but uh, yeah, definitely looking a pot option now that Cam Smith unfortunately has gone down. As we will get to, let's move on to the injuries and suspensions. I think top of the list for everyone this week, Cam Smith, uh, old age has finally caught up with him. In this case, it's an AC shoulder injury, couple of weeks, two to three here. Uh, that is a huge blow because all of a sudden people have got 700-odd K sitting on their pine. Do they go for a Damien Cook? Do they go for back to Appy? Like it's it's a lot of money to have sitting on your side on sidelines, but it's not long enough that you can sort of justify a, a trade out. Um, do you own Cam Smith? No, I probably was one of the thirty k who just flicked Appy. I don't know, but I didn't move to Cam or or um, uh, Cook. I just moved up Billy Walters actually. So I was just running Harry Grant. So pretty lucky there, I guess. I would have I wanted to get Smith, but I couldn't afford him. I got Munster instead. Yeah, it's it's turned out to be a decent play if you've held on to Coruscant because not only has Smith gone out for a couple of weeks, but Damian Cook, who I was talking up this week as being a genuine option for the run uh, he's got over the coming month, he hit a 42 or 45 or something. So all of a sudden, mm. if you're running with that sort of combination of Coruscant, as we've said, you're flying. Um, you've saved yourself a trade. Um, doesn't always work out like that, and you can absolutely understand why people were going to the likes of Smith and Cook. But, um, yeah, it's just turned out to be a, a handy enough play if you've held on. But, um, yeah, Smith picked up that shoulder burner. He'll be gone for at least two weeks. So very interested to see what they do with him going forward. Uh, let's run through some of the other big ones from this week. So, geez, this guy was absolutely firming to have one of the biggest break-evens I've ever seen. Charlie Staines from the Panthers uh, scored, what was it, five tries on debut four or five tries on debut a couple of rounds ago went out with covid uh visited visited <laughs> or no had too many people at his house and then ended up in hospital yeah the boys, <laughs> yeah, the boys <laughs> i don't think i've slept since then and then uh yeah started last night's game absolutely on a tear a couple of tries one incredible one in the corner there and was looking oh, for all money real could have this break even could have been anything if he had have stayed on the park done his hammy couple of weeks on the sidelines at minimum there two to four is the quote coming out so he's an interesting one available only fullback only 
So, yeah, you would have had to squeeze out the likes of a Ponger if you've got him or Pappenhausen, uh, even Hermeso. Some people are still carrying him there, so that would have been an easy call. But uh, for the sake of just the price this guy would have made over the, the coming weeks, that would have been a very interesting play and would have needed it if he was coming up to his third game this round. But uh, buys us a bit of time there. Very interesting play mm. when he gets back onto the park. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, just one of those ones that's only available for fullbacks. A bit awkward. Some of the other ones, there's not too much doing here. Uh, Dylan Walker finally got back on the park, but might be out of it for the same uh, length of time there. Six to ten weeks with a foot injury. Curtis Sirenin, same game. Had a nasty look and just fell out of, you know, it wasn't... Uh, it was just basically doing nothing, sitting in the line waiting to tackle Ennis just buckled uh, under his own weight, his knee giving away. One to six weeks he looks to be on the sidelines for. Um, Ewan Aitken for the Dragons. He was flying. He tunned up in this game here and it's looking a very handy mm. pot option. Hamstring injury for him, two to four weeks. Uh, John Asiata, my boy, he was off. He Came on and played about two minutes, had a nasty knee uh, issue there, buckled under him as well in the tackle there, looked gone for all money, uh, came out heroically. Yeah, well, I was very impressed with that, actually. <laughs> we'd given up our last, uh, I think we'd put, you know, subbed our last man on. Mm. John, John was the yeah, last, yeah. last man on. So we would have had to play that game out with uh, 12 men for about 10 minutes. Asiata hobbled back on the field and saw out a resounding two-point loss. So very well. <laughs> uh, heartbreaking. Uh, who else we got? Uh, Adam Reynolds copped a nasty blow to the neck from Tarek Sims, who you don't, yeah. often, see, you don't often see grubbing it up, but uh, surprisingly, on to, to the back of the neck. He's uh, TBA. And then for the Chooks, so Boyd Corden obviously rested this week. Uh, but the Morris twins, so J-Moz, less supercoach relevant, calf injury for him one to two weeks. B-Moz, he was ruled out during the week, back injury for him three to five weeks. So a fair chunk of, of talent on the sideline there. Um, coming out of today's games, I think we were just trying to do a little wrap around it. I think we've missed any there. Uh, a couple of HIAs, Lockie Fitz and Chris Randall for the Knights both went off pretty much at the same time and didn't come back. So tough one if you've gone early on Randall. But, um, yeah, not much else there. Fingers crossed we'll wait for Monday updates for that one. And finally, suspensions for this week. Who's been a bad boy? Jaden Sewer. Uh, I think Kirkup might still have this guy in his side. Uh, not playing him, but he looks to be out for the a week with dangerous contact charge. He's contesting it, though, so interested to see what happens there. And uh, some bloke called Ferris who debuted against you guys <laughs> scored a try. All oh, uh, right, yeah. As they do. One week for a high tackle for him. So, yeah, gets the high of scoring a try against the almighty Broncos and then sees a week on the sideline for a high tackle. That brings us, mate, I know we had a segment with you last time for, you know, funny stuff you've seen during the week, but I think nothing quite outdoes what we saw on the golf course. And you weren't willing to throw him under the bus. <laughs> Let's try now. Have you had enough beer under your belt? No, no, it's all yours, mate. Okay. You, all right, let's you set, caught it. Let's set the scene. So we are on the 18th hole at Ashgrove Golf Club. We've had a, you've had a pretty good day. I, I started pretty well. Back, uh, the front nine was good. Back nine was not so good, but a few beers under the belt by that point. And we've gotten to the 18th. We've all driven pretty well up to the clubhouse there as the uh, the punters are overlooking the course with a, a couple of skewies in hand, just eyeing us off, seeing how we go. Unfortunately, our... Uh, uh, <laughs> colleague, I guess we'll call it, Wenon, 
uh, Wenon didn't have quite the same sort of uh, drive on the 18th here, and he's he's driven off into the woods somewhere. So we've all we've all walked up to our our balls and played on and, and watched him sort of duff a couple down by the woods there, a couple of 10 meter shots, not getting too far off the ground. There, we've all been there. We know that golf's a hard game. Anyway, he's had one too many bad shots. So we've watched there, waiting for him to come meet us on the green. He's duffed it probably 10 metres and then decided to turn around. He'd left his bag about 30 metres away because he kept duffing it about five. And so he's turned around, thought he'd uh, yeah cut the distance there, just throw the club into the bag. Unfortunately, the, the club has uh, <laughs> managed to get lodged in a branch about five metres <laughs> Yeah. In in the tree, in the big gum tree there, Wenon has chucked the dummy out. He's thrown the club backwards. It's stuck in the tree. The clubhouse, about 10 or 15 of them, uh, they're just out there. Yeah, a couple of young pissed. fellas enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, they certainly did. <laughs> As did I. Just let myself laughing. The poor bloke is having a retreat. <laughs> He just wants yeah, a beer. I know, I, get, I know he got it out, actually. I looked away. Oh, boy. I thought he might have left Poor it there, but, uh, Mate, that, if that doesn't sum up the game of golf, or even just sometimes you just have a bad weekend super coach and you want to throw the phone away, in this case it was the club, and the fact that it lodged in the tree. I don't know how he got it down, but well done to you, Wen, and you got it back. Uh, you live... You live to see another day on the course there, mate. I think he outdid me in Supercoach. So, yeah, at the end of the day, that's what matters, right? That's what we're here for. But um, anyway, play of the week, without a doubt. You couldn't do it. <laughs> 100%. <time>. <laughs> it, gave someone, it gave everyone something to, to smile about. So, when in, in about uh, two weeks' time, when you're ready to, to show your face again at Ashgrove, <laughs> we'll laugh about it together. <laughs> anyway, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back to run through the eight games, go through the good and the bad. Alrighty, Shocky, we're here to go through the eight games that were for round 12. Let's start with Thursday night's game. Very interesting one here. The Dragons getting done by the Rabbitohs, 32 to 24. Uh, massively high scoring effort here. Uh, if we go through some of the good, obviously Latrell, he'd been sitting on the sidelines for a couple of games here with suspension. Uh, I think a lot of people traded him out. He did, um, yeah, he was, he was fired up for this one, Indigenous round. Uh, he looked very passionate uh, getting onto the field. Led it itself to 74 Supercoach points uh, with a, a nice try backing up there uh, off a kick. So, you know, well done to Luttrell. He did also have some goal kicking with Adam Reynolds, unfortunately, leaving the field very, very early 
on in this one. So definitely boosted his score there. Sorry, he's probably in the good there. Um, We've talked about Cody Walker, 113. He really uh, took the reins on this one and, and steered the side to the victory, a couple of tries for him and an assist. Uh, Alex Johnson, three tries. I think two, maybe even three. I can't quite remember. We're from intercepts. <laughs> mm. I think the last one was poor Tristan Tristan Saylor getting onto the park and, um, yeah, throwing a, a pretty tough ball for Lomax to catch. AJ's just latched onto it and streaked away. Mary did not look happy with that one. Um, but, yeah, in terms of super coach relevance there, I was – I was really liking the form of you and Aitken before that hamstring injury. He's he's very much a pod option. Have you ever owned Aitken in Supercoach? No, I don't think I have. I think there was that point, was it started last year where he yep. was looking gun? Was that two years yep. ago now? I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, might be two years no, ago. No, he, he missed yeah. quite a... He missed quite a big chunk of last year with um, just general form and uh, a right hamstring injury that's unfortunately reared its ugly head again this time around. But he'd gone from, um, yeah, he was sort of middling around a bit there. He's had a really good last few weeks uh, where he was, yeah, just, yeah, he's only owned Dragons. I mean, Dufty, Dufty's playing awesome. I really enjoyed this game. I thought the Dragons were going to do it, but um, Rabbitohs just got there late. Um, I don't know. You and Aiken, yeah, he definitely would have been an option coming in, but poor guy, he's done his hammy. Yeah, and that's always been the problem with him. He's just far too injury prone. He's finally strung a few good games together and unfortunately just, yeah, we'll now see some time on the sideline. But, uh, yeah, he was definitely absolute gun in this one. You mentioned Matt Dufty, 85 in this game here. Hasn't he flown? He is 576K. He's made 213000 this year. So it's definitely no coincidence that the Dragons are now turning their season around on the back of him. Look at some of his runs coming into here. He was hitting 70s, 60s, um, 89, 90 leading up to this game. Like he's been absolutely on fire and it's uh, definitely the reason the Dragons are doing so well. But uh, some of the bad in here, we've talked about some of the good, but uh, a lot of these guys are quite heavily owned. Cam McInnes, let's start with him, 51 yeah points um definitely just not involved playing at hooker to start the game uh was shifted out there but ben hunt having to sub in there at halfback there which is is a weird theme because ben hunts here you know 1.25 million dollar player they've stuck him at the the hooking role for the last couple of weeks there and it's shifted mckinnis out to lock where he's uh done pretty well he gets a lot of runs and tackle bus offloads that kind of thing but now uh they've had to shift Hunt back there because Adam Clune was out suspended for a week, mm. I believe. And, it, yeah, it just mm. seemed to sap uh, McInnes of any sort of involvement during this game. Just a few tackles and that sort of thing in the second half, but really not a great game from him. Are you an owner? No. I was looking at him coming in with the Matto stuff, but I obviously yep. did the Matto stuff later. But, like, I thought Cam was going to go beast mode back to hooker, you know, his posse where he was dominating at the start of the year, at least super coach wise. So I don't really mm. know what happened in this one for him. It's a strange one for him as well, like 51 points, just not heavily involved and still the 81 minutes. But if you look at his last couple of games, they've been okay. He's had, uh, look back to round eight against the Raiders, 78, then 63, 61, 83, and now a 51, which is his worst score for the year. So mm. yeah. Hopefully, with I mean, with Adam Clune coming back and Ben Hunt shifting back to hooker, you'd imagine just that role that Cam was playing for the last couple of weeks, where he's 
through the middle there, just doing a lot of the work, a lot of the defensive work he does normally, but also the attacking mm. stuff that he doesn't normally get. Um, that will see him bounce back. But yeah, otherwise a pretty uh, dicey score from him. Another one for the Dragons that we've got here, Zach Lomax. Talked about him, flopper of the week. Um, I'll tally up how many like negative stats he got, but unfortunately he was missing goals. He missed three of them there, missed three tackles. What's that? Uh, eight errors in the end and a penalty given away. It yeah. just was not just was not his well, night. He actually looked quite solid. Like when the Dragons were dominating in that first 20 minutes or so, he got a couple of half breaks and could have put through the winger. Is it Rava? I don't know. He could have yeah. put him through a couple of times, but yeah, knocked on or just pushed the pass, just it wasn't on or anything like that. So he could have actually been a pretty good score for the old Lomax, but yeah, 22 in the end. Yeah, that's it. He was, he was, yeah, tearing it up in the first half. I think he mm. finished the first half on like 20 or so. And yeah, the fact he finished on 22, I think he had a line break assist taken off him. But, um, anyway, that'll, that'll do. That'll sting for a little bit, but he'll bounce back for sure. Cam Murray for the Rabbitohs. Um, yeah, he's sort of in the middle here, 60 points. So like McInnes was a bit down in terms of what owners had expected, particularly because Murray played 80 in this one, whether that was because uh, Reynolds going off injured shuffled a few things around. I should put the can down. I hear in the background there. What's what's that? What, what yeah. number are we up to there, champion? No, oh, I was just second now. Second now. Yeah, not bad. A couple of, <laughs> of skewies toasting. Oh, uh, in the clubhouse, though. <laughs> toasting Wenon's, uh, yeah, blow up on. <laughs> Long may it be remembered. But, uh, yeah, Cam Murray, he was... Uh, through the middle, looked a bit dangerous here and there. But, um, yeah, you, I mean, <laughs> love that sound, mate. Uh, 38 tackles for him. He was doing the work around the middle and offload from him. Not as not a lot of runs, though. If you look at there, he's had 12 runs all game, half of them below uh, 8 metres. So, again, not too effective. But um, I think for the price he's at currently, 575K, uh, handy enough pod option going forward. This run I really like for the Rabbitohs going forward, so hopefully they can kick on. Let's move on to Friday 6 p.m. game. We watched this one live from the Pig and Whistle, so no um, no commentary on this one. Uh, oh. A couple of interesting ones. Our, our bets didn't go quite the way we wanted them oh, to. Yeah, but that's not what I'm learning about. Yeah, oh, we're not there. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, 26 to 20. Um, I mean, how good are the Warriors to be able to turn around – a a week when pretty much what was four or five of their side has gone back over the ditch and they've had to scramble to find they've found George Jennings, uh, Daniel Alvaro. You've just yeah, it's it's not a side that should be winning games, but they are ahead of yours and my side this year in terms of uh, NRL yeah. ladder. They are yeah, exceeding all expectations. There were betting markets whether they'd even get a win this year. It was um it was that kind of season for them, but good on them. Tigers, the fans are not happy about that one, but um anyway, it's 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 classic Tigers. They'll uh Oh, they're 10th now. They've slipped down from 9th, but uh, they'll be back. If you look at some of the good here, uh, Sam McIntyre, very cheap center wing, 83, strolled across through the middle for a pretty easy mm. try. Guard Benji Marshall. Uh, I've seen a couple of his, a couple mentions for him over the, the last couple of weeks. He's done quite well now that he's got the reins over Josh Reynolds. 70 points here have done quite well. Um, David Norfoluma, 67 in that incredible try uh, dancing down the sideline there. Uh, looking at it from 20-odd metres away, I don't know how he got this thing uh, or kept his, his mm. feet in from the sideline yeah, there. Even that really late, really late one after he went over the try line, so close wow. to touching there. 
that looked like he would keep going out. Yeah. But, I mean, thankfully, as, as a new owner, I'm absolutely taking that. If you had him as any time, yeah. tries or whatever, you, you, you're doing well. A couple of the Brisbane corporates were looking at me being like, who's this dickhead cheering from <laughs> Tiger's try? <laughs> it's got to be either Supercoach yeah. or uh, investment. <laughs> yeah. They were right on both fronts. Um, <laughs> who else have we got here? Luciano Leglua, again, uh, very early attacking stat involvement. So he was on about 30 points here after putting, um, oh, I can't remember who he, he gave the ball to, Embai, was it, uh, for the first try for uh, yeah, the Tigers. Yep. Offloaded to him, he strolled across the line. That's bang, what, 20, 30 points. Leglua finished mm. with 63. And again, from last week, he scored a try and an early try as well against the Eels and finished around that mark as well. So for an owner, you're more than happy that he's knocking those sort of scores out. But, geez, a second role that's scoring tries should be getting a bit more than that. So I think in terms of being able to turn him over into a, a genuine gun, he's definitely done his job. He had a negative 11 break even this week. But, um, yeah, I think you've got to start banking a few more points than that if the tries start to dry up. But, yeah, yeah, definitely well done to Leila were there. Uh, who else we got? On the good, Torhu Harris. And this was a weird one. He got 82 in the end, but he did score a try late in the second half and was taken yeah. off uh, midway through the first half there. So I think the first time he's been uh, subbed off at that stage of the game all year, he's been knocking around 80 minutes for fun all season. All of a sudden, he's just benched um, out of nowhere. I don't know what was going on. As an owner, I was sitting at the pub having no idea. I've looked up and then all of a sudden, Torhu's off, you know, stretching on the sidelines. So I'm, I'm confused more than anyone. Yeah, you did blow up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and I had, him in, I had him in my investments as well, which, uh, yeah. That paid off. Well, no, I'd had about 17 legs that didn't pay off. But, oh, you know, right. you, live, <laughs> you live long into the Netflix with these things. But, yeah, uh, Torhu copped his first break for the year. But thankfully, and, yeah, it was time for the gods, he scored. Uh, hasn't scored all season. Finally got a try uh, fit, you know, running in off a kick that uh, rebounded to him. You can absolutely take that. Without the try, he's hitting 65, which is by no means a terrible score. But thankfully, uh, as an owner, I can just, yeah, keep him around another couple of weeks. I'm not liking the jazz involvement, Tavanga, who, uh, mm. who again played – 50-odd minutes. Uh, we were watching him. The guy was just bouncing around like it was no one's business. Mm. 51 minutes. Let's, let's talk about him. Tavanga, 84 points. And he is available at hooker in second row. Um, relatively steepishly priced around the 500K mark, as I just bring him up there. But um, you looked at his game over the weekend there's just it's, – it's exactly what he was doing last year and um, even season before that. 510K – is there any thought to bringing him into that hooking position if, say, you did own a Cam Smith? Just a couple of weeks there. He had a break-even of 57. So he's going to go up a little bit in price. But, geez, I really love his involvement in this Warriors side. He's sat on the sidelines for so long. It's uh, looking yeah, like he's been itching yeah, to get 100%. out there. I mean, all of this uh, Warriors back line, sorry, um, back row, Katoa, Tavanga, Harris, all above the 80s, like they really put in a shift. And obviously, Tavanga, you know, hasn't played for the whole season pretty much. Is second, second or third week back? Second week back? I think yeah, I'd I think jump it's on third, for yeah. a couple of weeks. I think you'd even be surprised by his scores going forward. 510 is actually quite reasonably priced. Might yeah. have a trade in this week. <laughs> 
Very interesting play, yeah. If I'm, um, I mean, I've kept Cora around for long enough. Um, yeah, you know, without the try this week, as we'll get to, he probably doesn't do fantastically. But um, yeah, Tavanga, very genuinely interesting play. And as you mentioned, Katoa, Eli Katoa, very handy upgrades for him. Was about sixty post game, gone to eighty five. Um, yeah, just turned the corner. He looked like a, you know, no one's going to look back after trading him out. Uh, a couple of rounds ago, he's fallen to below 400k, which is a, a big fall. You've banked the price rise early, but now he's uh, he had a break even of 20 heading into this game. Um, set up a try, it looked like in beast mode out there. So if you've held on to him, yeah, yeah, you can definitely ride out an- another couple of cash rises and maybe even play him uh, week to week. He looks that good. Um, just the fact they love giving him the ball. I think Des uh, last week's or last year's winner, I should say, Supercoach winner, pointed out that basically every set the Warriors have on their line attacking line they are feeding the ball to Katoa for a barge over or, or something like that so uh definitely he's he looks a good shout for an attacking stat each week so fantastic play from him um who else we got there Tommy Talau 56 scored a very late try there I think just as the Tigers are looking like they were getting back into it so handy enough for the uh, cash rises Harry Grant 57 points um I, I guess okay from him nothing to uh nothing too much to write home about there um yeah, no one else really. RTS fifty six probably done his dash. Mm. Had a couple of good weeks, but um, yeah, the, the poor guy just it sounds like he's struggling being away from home. The only one without family. Long season. Yeah, I guess the only other person to mention is everyone seems to love him. Big Twal fifty one. I don't know how many minutes he was, but yeah, he's coming back from injury. Yeah, it's so. so- <laughs> Funny because mm. uh, yeah, NRL Physio tweeted out that he had a, he picked up a sternum injury during the oh, game, yeah. <laughs> play, played it out. But uh, yeah, he could just see his mentions skyrocketing as a result. Uh, Alex Twile, his absolute favourite player, did play out the, the game though. So if you've held on, 50, you're not uh, too disappointed about. And interesting, yeah, it's, it's a tough one because you can't really read his minutes um, given he had that sternum injury. So where he was or how much he was going to play in the pack, we're not too sure. But in the coming weeks, we'll see if he's going to revert back to that 80-minute game that made him so relevant. Let's move on to, well, you probably don't want to talk about mm. it, but uh, Friday's second game. No, let's Sharks. move on next game. <laughs> Sharks <laughs> getting the job done. I'll try and make this short and sweet, mate. 36 points to 26 running away with it in the end. Uh, we mentioned Shocker of the Week, Darius Boyd, 111 points, was heavily involved in a couple of the Broncos' tries there, did his job, didn't do anything hilariously bad, unfortunately, but, um, yeah, looks to have sewn his spot up. So who knows who's that? who that is good for, whether it's his opponents or the Broncos, but uh, can't go worse than they are now. Tony Staggs, big one here if you've held on to him. I think yeah, I VK, VK had yeah, held on. So, uh, loves him indeed. I remember that from, uh, what was it, a couple of years ago or last year? When he, when he came up, shout out honeybees. But, uh, yeah, what have we got here? <laughs> he's uh, come back from his injury last week against the Storm in a game that, you know, Broncos just couldn't get anything going. 34 points there, but 120-odd here. A um, couple of tries for Katoni. Great return to form for him. Um, yeah, Darius has mentioned, Jesus, four try assists. Well, we. Um, Carrigan, he's got some handy upgrades here. Yeah. Uh, I think. Played out the 80 there along with Payne Haas. So 80 for him, 70 for Haas. Um, more than happy to keep these guys in our front row or second row rotation, whatever it might be, particularly Carrigan given he's that dual flexibility. Uh, I think he's been so invaluable, underrated super coach player, but I don't think anyone's going to be trading him out. Uh, Sione Katoa, 76. Uh, late try there, definitely helped that score. Wasn't looking too flash. 
leading into that second half. But um, definitely a lot of people eyeing this guy off because of the Sharks had a pretty decent run heading into this. So 76, you'll absolutely take that. TPJ, not much going in terms of NRL front. Did throw a couple of offloads on his way to a 70. Um, again, he's a dual flexible guy, 620K. He's probably reached where he's going to peak in price. Um, mm. He's a hot He's a hothead. I don't know how you can watch him as a, as a Broncos fan. He's just that, that thing last week where he kicked the ball away to be sin-binned. Probably didn't matter too much yeah. for you as a Broncos fan. The dash had been run. But as a super coach player, geez, that's that's just Pangai all over, right? Yeah. Yeah, like I said before, <laughs> bit desensitized. So I agree with you with everything. Just keep it coming, hit the Bronx. Fantastic. We've got to get to the I'm a big fan of him. I mean, I think he's so invaluable, probably not super coach invaluable, but like he puts on the big sort of plays, right, for us as a mm-hmm. team. But obviously not this year. doesn't really matter what anyone really does. <laughs> the Bronx are probably not going to win anyway. So. Um, four, four offloads. Um, yeah. Effective, one ineffective. He's trying to spark something. Obviously, you need exactly. to play Yeah, play that's it. Hmm. Uh, who else we got? Let's go through. Still a few good scores here. Sean Johnson, 70. I think he was sitting on about 15 at halftime. Was not looking good for him. Came to life in the second half. few goals. Um, just two try contributions. So no assists, no tries of his own. Um, was running the ball a little bit more in the second half there. Uh, what's he had five runs all up. I think he had one in the first half. So good to see him sort of start to run the ball a little bit more. But, um, yeah, uh, you'll absolutely bank that score for a yeah. 70 for SJ. A couple of guys, I think Lakey was talking about him as a captaincy option given his decent run against the Broncos and form to date. Um, so if you did captain him, you, you're more than happy with that 70 given Teddy didn't set the world on fire. Uh, who else we got? Uh, Will Kennedy, 58 points. A uh, couple of tries for him. So good having held on to this guy um, with Moylan out and, and Dugan out as well. Banking the cash. Toby Rudolph, 47, moved to the bench again. Um, just seems to be the normal rotation. They name him at 13, then he's yeah off the, off the bench for about 40-odd minutes in this game. Um, again, a workhorse out there. I assume, do you still own Toby Rudolph? Yeah, I got Rudolph. Yeah, I'm running him on the pine every week, but I actually was looking at playing him maybe as a resi, so I'm glad I didn't. Well, we were saying during the week, Lakey and I, that he's not that bad a shout if you need a you know last resort sort of player in your 17. Um, yeah, 100%. He had a break him at 12. He's hit you know, pretty decent average so far this year. Um, Five-round average of 50, three-round average of 53. He's done his job out there and, yeah, more than happy to play that sort of points if you absolutely need to. Um, who else? Let's talk Anthony Milford, 29 points. Um, Paul Lakey and Paul Wilford are still, <laughs> still running with this guy. Um, oh, this, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Not much to say about Milf. Everyone's no, got an opinion. He's going to be a 2021 option because he'll still be at your side. So uh, who knows? He'll be a a very cheap one to to bring in from round one next year. Let's move on to Saturday's first game. The Roosters getting the job done just over the Gold Coast Titans, 18 points to 12. Um, Everyone had James Tedesco in this one here as their captain pretty much. Um, Yeah, Yeah, it could have been a lot worse for him. I mean, that NFL pass for that first try. Oh, to yeah. Orbo, God. I mean, Terrible I, 
I am a follower of a cowboy side that has a lot of fans that blow up and say how, you know, there's a conspiracy against us and how unlucky <laughs> we have it every single week. But the Gold Coast Titans, my God, I don't think there's been a luck, more luckless side in the competition for the entire time I followed it. Just every week it's either injuries or just calls that don't go the way. 50-50s have never gone the Gold Coast's way. It is a tough tough slog to follow this poor side but um they show up every single week with a lot of heart it's it's good to see and they took the roosters to the limit here unfortunately couldn't get the job done but yeah james tedesco showed his class at a couple of stages there that as you said the nfl pass over the the top there for a try assist had one line break assist can't remember who it was to maybe manu uh they haven't taken away yet in updates i haven't yet updated this game as of now as of nine o'clock sunday night but interested to see what happens with that score there it's definitely um boosting it to 75 i don't think it'll go much higher unfortunately but um yeah, I'll, I'll take that as a captain. It's it sometimes we look at James Tedesco and we see his price tag and expect so much more. Had a 100-point average heading into this one. But any other player, you're banking a 75, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I got him a captain too. Don't think you could have not playing the Titans and uh, 75 is fine. Yep, absolutely. And I'll I'll probably even back it up next week. He's had two sort of downish weeks. We just know what he can do in this game. So interested. If everyone else jumps off, maybe you stay on. We'll we'll see. Uh, Let's go through the good and the bad. Joey Manu, 84 points. He's had a couple of good weeks at center wing there. Benny G, I could make it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Normally, unless he's playing fullback, he's not an option here. But uh, reeled in a try uh, off a kick here. Broke the line a couple of times. It's looking very dangerous out there. So 84 for Joey. Well done to anyone that owns him. Uh, who else? Mitch Orbison, 68. He was the beneficiary of that uh, gridiron pass of the top from Teddy to score in that, uh, that first half. I was there. honestly going to trade him in for Matto. Honestly, uh, like uh, yeah. before this game. And I was like, no, I can't do Orbo gun. Mm. Uh, so seeing that score makes me laugh. I'm running well, with Takiyaho. He's just running mid mid fifties, maybe sixty here and there. I thought he'd be kicking on a bit more than that, so a bit disappointed there. Well, yeah, Orbo would have been a fantastic shot there. Second row center wing, two hundred and fifty k. Played eighty minutes here uh, without the try. So what's that? Thirty points. He's he's scoring less than forty uh, pre update. So not yeah, a very okay. l- yeah lucrative outing for him base wise. But um, yeah. Jeez, you, you'll bank that try every day of the week. Uh, your boy talks, as you said, 55 points uh, pre-updates. Handy enough from him, not getting huge minutes there, but um, doing the job. For the Titans, not much doing there, but Jai Arrow uh, came off for an HIA in the first half there, made it back on, uh, I think played about an hour of game time for 63 points. So I actually was watching him in this game. He looked very heavily involved. Um, he just missed too much time during the middle there with um, getting subbed off, but... Um, yeah, Jaira looking rather handy there. I think he'd be very much going down the pod route if you decided to bring him back in. I think he's uh, done his dash for 2020 super coach. Um, probably not too much else. AJ Bremser made his return from back, uh, back fracture, I think it was. 19 points. Tough going for him there, but um, good to see yeah. him finally back on the park. And how about Paul Ryan Hall? Another week to add to the list where he hasn't scored oh. in the NRL. What's going on? He got pretty close there at the end. I had him for an any time. I think you just got to keep pumping it. I love how every week, like, I don't know, the commentators, I think it might have been like Block or someone like that, like <laughs> brings up how prolific try scorer in Super League, blah, blah, blah. Like every single week, it just seems to be the new news. It's like, come on, guys, you mentioned this every week for the past six weeks. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Mate, stop. 
poor guy, you're ruining him by putting him in your bloody bets. Like, <laughs> give the poor guy a break. Can you turn it away? Give it to Ikebala or someone instead. Jeez. 5.30s game. Raiders getting the job done, 14-12 to 12 over the Cowboys. I don't think anyone's going to go back and watch this one for fun. It was a tough slog, even if you're not a fan of either side. Uh, particularly for the the cows, it um, yeah it was there for the taking, but the kicking game was pretty ordinary. Um, some of the good here we've mentioned him at the top, Jason Tamalolo, one of the greats from this week, scored a try on his way to 114 and about 66 odd minutes of game time. So um, yeah, it's been a bit quiet since he had that knee knock earlier in the year, but has um, yeah definitely justified why he's such an out and out gun with that big score here. Uh, Johnny Bateman though, let's, let's chat a little bit about him. First game back in, I think, mm-hmm. 10 months, um, all the stuff going on in the, the background there, the conjecture about whether he's even going to play, where he's going next year, uh, basically all came to a head here. He looked like a player that had been sitting on the sidelines waiting and waiting and waiting to finally get out there and just shut the talk up um, and show what he can do on the field. I don't know, it was, it's 10 months out, so you're going to get a bit scratchy. He's, uh, I think he made a couple of errors there, but set up a try in the corner, doing his usual offloading. Looked very dangerous. As a Cowboys fan, it was a tough watch uh, whenever mm. he got the ball. But um, at about 650-odd K, it's a pretty stacked second-row position. Yeah. But are you going to be moving the the uh, players around to bring this guy in over the coming weeks? He's got a very nice run coming up. Well, obviously, you and I have a bit of the soft, soft spot for the old Raiders. Um, I don't know. Like It's very interesting watching... Um, uh, watching him from before pre-game, you're obviously like hearing him talk on the box league beforehand or whatever. Like he seems so relaxed. He's, I don't know, smiling all the time. You can't understand what he's saying, but um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like his head's obviously not in the game when you when you see that, and yet he pulls out some of the unbelievable like I don't know, move on to get put Curtis through. Um, Six sixty kind of spooked me the price, but I think yeah. Bateman is definitely like a probably a one more week watch, or you could even just pull the trigger. Like, it, yeah, Raiders got so many injuries. He's top scored for this team in a fourteen twelve grind. You know, he's probably got what eight or nine games, ten games maybe left in Australia before going over pissing off back home. He might really just put in a shift, or he might you know not. But I think today or the weekend's game was positive. Yeah, I think what you mentioned there, the fact that we've got, it's his first game this year, so he had a break even of 79 heading into this, but obviously has another week before prices come into effect. So I think for sure you can watch him this next week against the Panthers, but then beyond that, I think he's got the the Broncos, um, the Bulldogs, the Titans in his next three after that. So I think if you're going to want to jump on a Raider, uh, I've talked about some outside backs, but I think in terms of um, pure attacking weaponry, it looks like uh, big Johnny Bateman could be the one to go to. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fairly stacked one, but, um, yeah, good position to, to gun up in, and I think we should be able to do it despite the price. Yeah. Uh, some of the other names here, not much doing from the Cowboys there. As we mentioned, the flopper of the week or one of them, Hamizo, 11 points. Unfortunately, just, yeah, he's, he's a young body trying to fill in a pretty important position on field and just not getting as heavily involved. So owners just need to get rid of him as soon as they can. Um, 
George Williams for the Raiders scored a handy try, breaking away downfield there, backing up from Nick Kotrick, 52 points for him. Handy enough. Uh, Papali, 66 decent minutes for him. Again, not scoring a try, so not going huge. Um, Curtis Scott, your boy, 61 points. <laughs> Curtis <That's>... Shock. <laughs> Curtis Shock, indeed, as you are known on our chat. Uh, 61 Good stuff from him on his return. Um, interesting one, Corey Harawira at Naira coming in off the bench there. It was okay. Uh, 558K, he is 66 break even. So, I mean, if he plays a mm. stack of games coming off the bench and his price basically halves, I would love a run home from CHN uh, if there's mm. injuries and, and he, he takes the yeah, part I think three. It's, it's relying on an injury, right? I think the other guys are still ahead of him probably, so... Yeah, at least his price is going to drop. I thought he would have got scored a bit more than that, but I think he had a couple of errors at the end there watching yeah. this one. I'm it's surprised updates. that um, Raps has scored as well. Big Raps. I thought he had a better game than 37, but I mean, I guess he didn't get any contributions. Did you watch the game? Big attacking. Yeah, Did you yeah. actually watch it? And you reckon Rapana, who I, I think I made Raps. Maybe, maybe I just got my Raiders. <laughs> Raiders. <laughs> Green, green tint on my on my glasses. Uh, they put him down. For, they put him down for three errors, but I think okay. in terms of just general general footballing, uh, okay. yeah, maybe I think he gets in. a bad rap. Maybe I think he gets a bad rap. No, he, he turned a corner in the rats. second half, and he was a bit he was a bit more dangerous. But in that first half, he was probably our best player. Just looked yeah, absolutely at sea at the back there, filling in. Um, at fullback there, but yeah, not a not a great night for him. But he did turn it around in the second half to salvage a decent score, thirty seven. Let's go to Saturday's final game: the Panthers flogging the the Seagulls forty two to twelve. Nathan Cleary mentioned at the top, not much point going further into him. He's one hundred and forty points here pre updates. Was killing it left, right, and center. His uh, halves. Uh, opponent Daily Cherry Evans ninety five. So it's a real good battle to the halves here oh. for points in this game 95 for dce uh good bounce back after a pretty quiet week against the cowboys last week um but yeah heavily involved in what the uh the seagulls were doing here and had to do it again without uh dylan walker who obviously didn't play a lot of this game so a lot of the ball whenever manly had it was going through dce so handy enough score for him gerbo 93 and i do not see this guy in a lot of sides uh like in nuffy sides i should say like you know a young legends league where you know we they're self-proclaimed experts he is not in a lot of those sides but again he's uh without his brother churned out another handy enough score here um not done anything exciting all season sitting on a uh, he's on a actually five round average of 70 um i think he scored a couple of tries in this time uh let's look at his last one 84 73 52 66 72 and now a 90 odd so yeah he's he's Done pretty well now that his uh, his brother's out, but um, he's one of those guys I come up against in some leagues, some head to head leagues from players that um, might start the year and then just drop out or uh, don't follow it as closely as you and I do. And uh, yeah, he's a very popular player there. If you had him this week, you are absolutely cheering. Um, for the pennies, though, a couple of good ones here. Appy Corosel, as we mentioned, eighty two points, scored a very late try there before getting an early shower with ten to go. You. More than happy with 82. And then Isaiah Yo scored an early try and then uh, yeah, it was dubious, but uh, that, that's in the scorebook. Uh, it might have been a double movement, but uh, we'll take it as owners. No, that was a try. 
Yeah, <laughs> well, it certainly was. Appy fed him the ball too. <laughs> Appy fed him the ball, wasn't credited with the assist. Uh, they don't often do that when you've just shoveled the ball out the back. But uh, oh, really? yeah, if, they're, if they're feeling generous, I would, I would love some unicorns. Yeah, he just sort of threw it back about 10 metres. Isaiah Yo stepped off the off the left and, and charged back into the, you know, the defensive line and strolled across in the end. So it was all Isaiah. But, uh, yeah, if Cam Smith threw it, I'm sure he would have gotten the assist. But, uh, yeah. Appy, I thought it was his default. The, yeah, dummy half. Anyway, might be a might be a TC. Sure um, some of the other names for the Panthers. A lot of scorers here. Stephen Crichton, sixty four. Uh, it's pretty good from him. Charlie Stain, sixty three from about thirty odd minutes before he went off. So again, was flying. <laughs> could have been the score. Could have been anything. Your boy Billy Kickout, uh, fifty eight points. Uh, I wouldn't say good. He did set up a try in that first half. No. There. Got subbed off, but then, uh, yeah, came back on. What are you doing with him? Because I've said to hold and hold, but uh, it might be getting yeah, frustrating. I've just been holding on. There's no point selling when he's dropping so much. I'm still playing him, which is kind of annoying. I mean, 58's fine. Uh, I think teams have kind of worked him out, like worked out the Penrith play, just, you know, the short ball, big block run or whatever where he scores. So they need to probably do something different with him potentially, but I'll still run him in Supercoach. i would love to get, yeah, Bateman, Jerbo, maybe Jerbo, someone like that, Jazz, off him soon. But it's just all about the money, right? So I think we need to start mm. nothing. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, that sort of play that gets you from a 450-odd K kick out up to mm. you know, a Bateman. So definitely recommend going forward. Um, Jerome Lua, 53, he uh, set up that try for Appy at the oh. end. That was absolute great junk for anyone that still owns Jerome Luai. Um, some of the bad here. Um, yeah, oh, well done. He's been he's been fantastic as a as a cheapie this year. I yeah, got no. off ship this week just to um, nuff him out and um, in get Nofo in at centre wing. But um, yeah, more than happy to. Uh, or would have been more than happy to keep him around. He's uh, done his job. Some of the bad here for this game, Marty to power 47, pre-updates obviously, but um, yeah, still back to that 45, 50-odd minute spell, which isn't conducive to a lot of points for him. But the big one, Josh Mansell, uh, 33 points and a very late line break. I think at the, literally the final minute of the game, Stephen Crichton finally passed him the ball and uh, he broke the line. But um, yeah, unfortunately, they're just not going down his side. So it looked like Mansell was a very juicy option with the the Penrith side going as well as they are. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's just everyone except him. I don't, I don't know. I'd be yeah, exactly. very nervous if I owned him. Um, any thought for yeah, you no, in I terms of owning him? No, right. I actually sold him. I've had him the whole time because he's such a gun base normally and like started out the season pretty good, didn't he? And then, yeah, just the past five weeks or so, like just haven't been giving him the ball. I mean, it's all gone like the other side or Crichton's just going over himself because he's that good. So I actually mm. sold him for man this week, which I guess has worked out all right. But uh, I guess I'm glad that thirty seeing that thirty three. Um, I think that's just luck, though. Really, <laughs> it wasn't yeah. a great oh, play. I didn't dead. really expect that. Sean yeah. Lane and Kurt Mann, very interesting trade-ins, mate. Um, <laughs> yeah. say, well, let's get, let's get to Sean Lane here. Eighteen points to sixteen. Eels getting the job done over the Dogs. Very tight one here. Surprising. They Eels look like they would run away with it when I was watching on the golf course. Uh, let's go through some of the good here. Junior Paulo, big minutes ish from him around an hour of game time. Eighty-five points. Might have set up a try in that one there. Uh, he was pretty good. Fatala Mariner scored yet again. Uh, Seventy-nine uh-huh. points. Top scored for the Dogs here. If I just have a quick look at how he's been going, he's scored. He's been so good. 
four out of his last five games, he scored a try. And so he's in those games, 89, 79, and 106. And the 79 here pre-updates. So um, He's really stepped up post um, Adam Elliott getting injured. Yeah, I was trying to think of that today, actually, who he's replaced um, getting that well, 80 really replaced. Yeah. And yeah, um, I don't CH- know. He's just turned a corner, hasn't he? That's it. And CHN um, before him at the start of the year, obviously, um, well, he's playing this week, just not for the same club. But, um, yeah, for Tyler Mariner, doing absolutely great things out there. Um, that score will drive if he doesn't score, but four out of the last five, geez, they're doing something right. Uh, Mitch Moses, um, glad Goody can finally stop yelling at me for <laughs> put him on, putting him onto Moses for this season. But, um, yeah, he's flying there with 84 points. As I think I've lost Shockey. I might have lost Shock. So, oh, no, he's back. I'll, uh, I'll soldier on. Gutho, yeah, 78. Saw, uh, hello? <laughs> Did you fall out, mate? <laughs> no, yeah, I just saw it come up on my screen, but I think I'm back. Yeah, we'll, we'll make do. We're almost home here. So I was just talking about how good Gutho is and how good Moses was this week as well. 84 for Moses, 78 for Gutho. Um, good stuff there for Moses to start the week out. And a, a Banneker sort of got to uh, uh, Mitch, Dylan Brown in the end. He only got 30-odd points um, in, a, in a tough slog out for him. It looked like 33 for, for Brown. Moses was stealing all the points from him in this one. Um, no one really from the dogs outside of maybe Jake Avarillo. Um, very handy option there if you've still got him floating around your centre wing or halfback there. 49 points, including a try. Kicking goals still as well. So absolutely uh, doing what you want. But uh, one of the bads here, a couple of them for the para eels. So Andrew Davey, cheapy option, very popular one. Um, you know, there were some red flags. He was getting extra minutes because of injuries and a few other things like that. But uh, with the bench back at full strength-ish and no injuries in the side this week, he barely got, I think, 20 minutes, 17 points. So he'll get a handy enough price rise this week, but going forward, um, might be an AE nightmare and not going to churn out cash that yeah, we need. That's something like Very, in. Yeah. I mean, I can understand it because he's so cheap and kind of like Bo Firma a couple of weeks ago, but um, no upside to mm. him because he's not starting and it's a very heavy pack. So you're kind of hoping for injuries or, or something there to, to boost his minutes artificially, but uh, not great. And Mike Acevo, oh, I had... To- yeah, what we obviously missed this game or on the course or you said you were watching it probably because you're getting up golf. Seven, he must <laughs> be injured, surely. Sinbo, I don't know. Seven, what, no way. No way. I looked at this game and I thought, oh, Sivo's gone off injured. I'll, I'll just flick it on uh, while I'm waiting for Wenon to hit his 78th shot. And Sivo's <laughs> taken hit up in the last minute. So he's seen out 80 minutes. He's played the full 80. He's just been so uninvolved. Uh, I would love to watch this game back and just see what the hell happened there. But um, very much a pot option um, has been going quite well for any owners that have played him the last couple of months, but just quietened a little in the last few weeks. So, uh, unfortunately, this was a matchup you would have absolutely loved coming into it, Dogs. Um, but, yeah, seven points. That is bizarre. Uh, definitely worthy of flopper of the week. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Final game of the round, mate. We saw a little bit of this one at the clubhouse. 26 to 16, Melbourne getting a job done over the Knights. Uh, very packed crowd. Might be in a bit of trouble, apparently, the old uh, Sunny Coast Stadium boys. But uh, we'll get through the good here. Tino F, 103 points. He, oh. yeah, absolutely. It's a, I've had him since the start what of the year and he's been, 
he is. He's uh, going to be fantastic for the Gold Coast next year. He stormed through off a bit of a bit of a broken play kind of uh, effort there in the second half to score. I think that's his third try in a couple of weeks now. Scored two against you guys. 103 points. He is soaring in price. He's going to go close to 600k, which means he's a very handy trade out for me heading into the back end of the year. Loving the work he's done. Unfortunately, it's on my non-playing reserves, but uh, you, you'll cop that. Every now and again, no one else really shining. Some of the middling scores, Papenhausen 65, scored a try. Munster 64, took over the goal kicking after Cam Smith went off injured. Um, helped his score along there, but would have hoped for a little bit more. Kalen Ponga 65 there, uh, kicked goals as well, but not heavily involved. Um, again, it was a tough matchup coming in, so you're going to bank that. Uh, Kurt Mann and Bradman Best, twin 59s there. Kurt Mann set up the first try for the Knights, two best, I believe. And, uh, yeah, best finish with a try and a 59, hopefully upgrades a little there. But uh, outside of that, not really a lot doing here. Dave Clemmer, 51 points in as many minutes. Yeah, Cam no. Smith. That's surprising on Clemmer there. Thought he'd yeah. be, he's been going really good the past few weeks, so a bit of a poor score for him. Any owners? Yeah, I, I own him. And um, the Storm seemed to be the, the side he just struggles against. I think he hit a 30-odd yeah. against them earlier in the year and before that hit 40 or 50 against them last year as well. So um, wasn't going to play the 80 minutes like he did last week. He had a lot of new owners. So a lot of people brought him in, uh, surprisingly, for mm-hmm. this one, uh, chasing last week's points, I guess. But, um, yeah, 51. Uh, hopefully a few upgrades, maybe an offload in there for him. Um, who else we got? So Josh out of car. Speaking of bad, uh, 16 Ooh. points. So I picked him up. It's one of those things. You pick him up last week and he did okay, 70-odd points against you guys, scored a couple of tries. But uh, I should have known. I should have known with this guy. The reason he's like 300K every single year is because he can't fucking put a game, like two games together. And anyway, he's finished on 16 points here. Um, I doubt he got much attacking ball. He never really does um, out there. He doesn't do base. Anyhow, you move on. I'll cop that. You should have known, man. You should have known. I should have known, Tino. I told Malawi was going to play 61 minutes and stroll through the line. But uh, anyhow, the last reserve is on Jack, so we'll, we'll move on. Um, and, of course, Cam Smith got a try, 41 points. Um, yeah, 27 minutes. Yeah, you're going to take that points. Yeah, not ideal to have him go off, but um, hopefully it's a couple of weeks only and he'll be back to see out the year. Anyway, mate, I reckon we have strolled past the hour mark. Um, half of it was laughing mm. at Wenon. Sorry, Wenon. Uh, we know you lo- <laughs> You know we love you. Uh, it was a fantastic effort on the golf course today from you, mate, and from Wenon getting the club stuck in the tree. One of the funnest memories I've had out there for a while. Supercoach wise, as you said, you and I have done okay. Uh, wait for some updates coming through tomorrow. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. Thank you very much for. Um, oh, no worries, yeah, mate. After your, your was it your gooners or something you were throwing at five yeah no, i was gonna say well i've got the platform here on the pod i'm gonna do a shout out to the gunners <laughs> went to the old pig and whistle made a couple of investments last night um there got home at 5 a.m this morning <laughs> uh it was actually an awesome night um shout out to the gunners and uh fuck you chelsea scum so yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh good to finish nah. the week on a hype mate I'm glad, I'm glad right. you made it out to the golf course then after seeing a message pop up at 6 a.m. this morning. Uh, it could have been worse for wear, but you made it through. And aren't you lucky you did? You got to see when and chuck the shits. So fantastic stuff, mate. Your gun is, law, your gun is one, but uh, NRL, live to see another day. Big week next week.
We'll catch you back then. Thanks very much, Shockey. And uh, yeah, see you for Teamless Tuesday and Wednesday Trades. Yeehaw. Cheers, Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.